Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the 27th day of January. Welcome, everyone. We are winding down this week together, and we'll finish this week strong together. And I realize that for some of us, um, limping through the finish line of the week is as strong as we can be. And I want you to know that that is totally okay. It is perfectly acceptable. And if that's all you've got, then give us what you got. We continued in the story of Joseph as he sent his brothers back to his father to collect his brother Benjamin. And we are picking up right there in the story today. Today, reading Genesis chapters 43, 44, and 45. And today's the last day in the Common English Bible. Genesis chapter 43. The famine was severe in the land, and when they had eaten all the grain that they brought from Egypt, their father said to them, Go back and buy us a little food. Judah said to him, The man was absolutely serious when he said, You may not see me again without your brother with you. If you agree to send our brother with us, then we will go down and buy you food. But if you don't agree to send him, then we can't go down because the man said to us, You may not see me again without your brother with you. Israel said, Why have you caused me such pain by telling the man you had another brother? They said, The man asked us pointedly about our family. Is your father still alive? Do you have a brother? So we told him just what we've said. How were we to know? He'd say, Bring your brother down here. Judah said to his father Israel, Send the young man with me. Let's get ready to leave so that we can stay alive and not die. We, you, and our children. I will guarantee his safety. You can hold me responsible if I don't bring him back to you and place him here in front of you. It will be my fault forever. If we hadn't waited so long, we would have returned twice by now. Their father Israel said to them, If it has to be, then do this. Take in your bag some of the land's choice produce and bring it down to the man as a gift. A little medicinal resin, a little honey, gum, resin, pistachios, and almonds. Take twice as much silver with you and take back the silver returned in the top of your sacks. It might have been a mistake. And take your brother, get ready, and go back to the man. May God Almighty make the man compassionate toward you so that he may send back your other brother and Benjamin with you. But me, if I'm left childless, then I'm left childless. So the men took this gift. They took twice as much silver with them, together with Benjamin. They left, traveled down to Egypt, and received an audience with Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the manager of his household, Bring the men to the house, and slaughter an animal, and prepare it, because the men will have dinner with me at noon. The man did as Joseph told him, and brought the men to Joseph's house. When they were brought to Joseph's house, the men were frightened and said, We've been brought here because of the silver put back in our sacks on our first trip, so he can overpower us, capture us, make slaves of us, and take our donkeys. They approached the man who was Joseph's household manager and spoke to him at the house's entrance. Please, master, we came down the first time just to buy food, but when we stopped to spend the night and opened our sacks, there was the exact amount of each man's silver at the top of his sack. We've brought it back with us, 
and we've brought down with us additional silver to buy food. We don't know how to put our silver in our sacks, he said. You are fine. Don't be afraid. Your God and your father's God must have hidden a treasure in your sacks. I received your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. The manager brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water to wash their feet and feed their donkeys. They prepared the gift, anticipating Joseph's arrival at noon, since they had heard that they would have a meal there. When Joseph came into the house, they presented him the gift they had brought with them into the house, and they bowed low in front of him. He asked them how they were and said, How is your elderly father, about whom you spoke? Is he still alive? They said, Your servant, our father, is fine. He's still alive. And they bowed down again with deep respect. Joseph looked up and saw his brother Benjamin, his own mother's son, and he said, Is this your youngest brother whom you told me about? God be gracious to you, my son. Joseph's feelings for his brother were so strong he was about to weep, so he rushed to another room and wept there. He washed his face, came back, pulled himself together and said, Set out the dinner. So they set out his food by himself, their food by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with them by themselves because Egyptians don't allow themselves to eat with Hebrews. The Egyptians think it beneath their dignity. They were seated in front of him from the oldest to the youngest in their exact birth order, and the men looked at each other with amazement. Portions of food from Joseph's table were brought to them, but Benjamin's portion was five times as large as theirs, so they drank together and were at ease. Joseph gave commands to his household manager, fill the men's sacks with as much food as they'll hold, and put each man's silver at the top of his sack. Put my cup, the silver cup, on top of the youngest brother's sack, together with the silver for his grain. So he did just as Joseph told him to do. At dawn, the men and their donkeys were sent off. They had left the city but hadn't gone far when Joseph said to his household manager, Get ready. Go after the men and catch up with them. Ask them, Why have you repaid hospitality with ingratitude? Isn't this the cup my master drinks from us and uses to discover God's plans? What you've done is despicable. When he caught up to them, he repeated these words. They replied, Why does my master talk to us like this? Your servants would never do such a thing. The silver that we found at the top of our sacks, we've just brought back to you from the land of Canaan. We didn't steal silver or gold from your master's house. Whoever of your servants is found with it will be put to death and will be my master's slaves. He said, Fine, we'll do just as you've said. Whoever is found with it will be my slave, and the rest of you will go free. Everyone quickly lowered their sacks down to the ground, and each opened his sack. He searched the oldest first, and the youngest last, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. At this, they tore their clothing. Then everyone loaded their donkeys, and they returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers arrived at Joseph's house, he was still there, and they fell to the ground in front of him. Joseph said to them, What's this you've done? Didn't you know someone like me can discover God's plans? Judah replied, What can we say to my master? What words can we use? How can we prove we are innocent? God has found your servants guilty. We are now your slaves, all of us, including the one found with the cup. Joseph said, 
I'd never do such a thing. Only the man found with the cup will be my slave. As for the rest of you, you are free to go back to your father. Judah approached him and said, Please, my master, allow your servant to say something to my master without getting angry with your servant, since you are like Pharaoh himself. My master asked his servants, Do you have a father or brother? And we said to my master, Yes, we have an elderly father and a young brother born when he was old. His brother is dead, and he's his mother's only child, but his father loves him. You told your servants, bring him down to me so I can see him. And we said to my master, the young man can't leave his father. If he leaves, his father will die. You said to your servants, if your youngest brother doesn't come down with you, you'll never see my face again. When we went back to my father, your servant, we told him what you said. Our father told us, go back and buy for us a little food. But we said, we can't go down. We will go down only if our youngest brother is with us. We won't be able to gain an audience with the man without our youngest brother with us. Your servant, my father, said to us, you know that my wife gave birth to two sons for me. One disappeared, and I said, he must have been torn up by a wild animal, and I haven't seen him since. And if you take this one for me too, something terrible will happen to him, and you will send me, old as I am, to my grave, in despair, when I now go back to your servant, my father, without the young man, whose life is so bound up with his, and when he sees that the young man isn't with us, he will die, and your servants will have sent our father, your servant, old as he is, to his grave in grief. I, your servant, guaranteed the young man's safety to my father, telling him, if I don't bring him back to you, it will be my fault forever." Now please let your servant stay as your slave instead of the young man so that he can go back with his brothers. How can I go back to my father without the young man? I couldn't bear to see how badly my father would be hurt. Joseph could no longer control himself in front of all his attendants, so he declared, Everyone leave now. So no one stayed with him when he revealed his identity to his brothers. He wept so loudly that the Egyptians and Pharaoh's household heard him. Joseph said to his brothers, I'm Joseph. Is my father really still alive? His brothers couldn't respond because they were terrified before him. Joseph said to his brothers, Come closer to me. And they moved closer. He said, I am your brother, Joseph, the one you sold to Egypt. Now, don't be upset and don't be angry with yourselves that you sold me here. Actually, God sent me before you to save lives. We've already had two years of famine in the land, and there are five years left without planting or harvesting. God sent me before you to make sure you'd survive and to rescue your lives in this amazing way. You didn't send me here. It was God who made me a father to Pharaoh, master of his entire household, and ruler of the whole land of Egypt. Hurry, go back to your father. Tell him this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me master of all of Egypt. Come down to me. Don't delay. You may live in the land of Goshen, so you will be near me, your children, your grandchildren, your flocks, your herds, and everyone with you. I will support you there, so you, your household, and everyone with you won't starve, since the famine will still last five years. You and my brother Benjamin have seen with your own eyes that I'm speaking to you, Tell my father about my power in Egypt and about everything you've seen. Hurry, 
and bring my father down here. He threw his arms around his brother Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept on his shoulder. He kissed all of his brothers and wept, embracing them. After that, his brothers were finally able to talk to him. When Pharaoh's household heard the message, Joseph's brothers have arrived. Both Pharaoh and his servants were pleased. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Give your brothers these instructions. Load your pack animals and go back to the land of Canaan. Get your father and your households and come back to me. Let me provide you with good things from the land of Egypt so that you may eat the land's best food. Give them these instructions too. Take wagons from the land of Egypt for your children and wives and pick up your father and come back. Don't worry about your possessions because you will have good things from the entire land of Egypt. So Israel's sons did that. Joseph gave them wagons as Pharaoh instructed, and he gave them provisions for the road. To all of them, he gave a change of clothing, but to Benjamin, he gave them 300 pieces of silver and five changes of clothing. To his father, he sent 10 male donkeys carrying goods from Egypt, 10 female donkeys carrying grain and bread and rations for his father for the road. He sent his brothers off, and as they were leaving, he told them, don't be worried about the trip. So they left Egypt and returned to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. They announced to him, Joseph's still alive. He's actually ruler of all the land of Egypt. Jacob's heart nearly failed and he didn't believe them. When they told him everything Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the wagons Joseph had sent to carry him, Jacob recovered. Then Israel said, This is too much. My son Joseph is still alive. Let me go and see him before I die. Jesus, we thank you for this time together. Thank you for your word, and we thank you for this story of Joseph. We see the integrity, the character of Joseph, who could have chose revenge, who could have chose any number of different ways to greet and meet the brothers who wanted him dead out of envy and jealousy and he chose wisely he chose differently and it's easy to hear this and feel good and think that we would make the same choices but we could probably so easily look back on our lives and see where we have failed <laughs> over much far less circumstances I pray that we would examine our hearts and that we would be a people who long for integrity, who reach for forgiveness, who reach for reconciliation when the voices around us tell us to get even, tell us to get justice, meaning retribution, meaning revenge, but that we would ultimately Lay things in your hands, allow you to be God, and to redeem what needs to be redeemed in us. We thank you for this week here together. We lay what we cannot take into next week at your feet. and pray that we finish well and strong. It's in your name we pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I thank you for this time to share this space with you together this week, and I look forward to turning the page together tomorrow 
and starting a brand new week together. Until then, I'm Jill. Love one another. Hi, everyone. It's Sierra from Texas. Forgive my voice. It's a little strained, but um, <clears throat> I really feel like I needed to call in for for just precious Dina, who's called in today. What just such distress and desperation in her voice, just really just contemplating leaving this life. And Dina, I just want to tell you, sweet friend, that we hear you, we see you, and God hears you and he sees you and he loves you so much. And we are here for you even if you don't feel seen or heard or whatever the circumstances or situation is that you're in right now, Dina, God is there. And I just want you to know that even in this lowest that you're in right now, that you still had his strength and courage to call in. He put it on your heart to call in. You didn't have to, but you did. And we are here and we are praying for you. And you reminded me of a scripture. It's 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And it says that my grace is enough. It's all you need. My strength comes into its own in your weakness. So I just want you to know that even in this time where your heart feels faint, it feels weak, <laughs> that God is making you strong. And I just have so much hope and courage because I know He has a plan and a purpose for your life. And I hope that you would call in soon so that we can hear your voice, Dina. Much love. Hi, Dina. My name is Darren. Um, you can call me Philly Darren. I heard your message today. It's January 22nd. And I heard you saying that you were a truck driver and that you wanted to end your life. And I just pray that that that's just not so. I pray that you hear my voice and any other person that leaves a message um, of hope and of love and of concern. None of us will ever know what you're going through and why you're going through it. But this community loves you. We care about you. And that's the last thing that we would ever want to happen to you. There's so much more to live for. But again, we don't know um, how you got to this point. Only God knows. And I pray that my father is with you. I pray that he hears your voice. I pray that he hears your heart. I, I just pray that something incredible happens and that God just intervenes in your life. I never left the message on here before. I've been listening um, for over two years now to the Daily Audio Bible um, Chronological. Um, it's an awesome, awesome community. And I just pray that you just hear my heart. So Lord, we just ask that you cover Dina, bless Dina, lift up our heart, open up our heart, send someone, anyone, whether it's this community or someone anywhere, just reaches her and and saves her and just lets her know that, that you are there and you can save her and life doesn't have to end because you just get tired. And like I said, we don't know what you're going through, but I pray, I pray, I pray. My heart is so heavy and hurting right now. I, I don't want that for you. And I, and I just want you to know you are loved. We care. We love you. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hi, DABC family. This is the burning bush that will not be devoured for the glory of our God and King. I'm calling with a prayer request for my eldest son. Um, he attempted suicide after the holiday season this year and has had a rough patch. He self-admitted into um, a facility and um, now... I am praying and believing God for complete healing, complete healing mentally, emotionally, and physically. Um, and I'm asking you to join me for that. I believe that God can do that. Um, uh, my prayer for myself is that God will help my own belief um, and just continue praying for him for his restoration complete healing in jesus name thank you all for those of you with uh, similar struggles um those who are struggling with depression those who have children who are struggling with suicidal thoughts i am standing beside you right now holding your hands and bringing our families and loved ones to god and saying father god i pray that you restore unto them the joy of their salvation in the name of jesus um, we come against depression, anxiety, any lie the enemy has planted. We uprooted in Jesus' name, and we complete. We we, we pray for complete healing of their mind, soul, body, spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. I love you all. Bye.